Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. So what is the name of the game? Listings. That's right. And how do we get listings? Talk to people. Right. You generate leads. What if I don't want a prospect, though? Well, you can pay a lot of money and have someone else do it for you. Ah, that's my parade of techniques oh, this week. okay. Three different people offered leads, seller lead services that are available. Okay. And they're very funny. <laughs> They're funny? Yeah. One of them is called Upnest. Okay. U-P-N-E-S-T, which is a division of Realtor.com. Okay. And that looks promising. It doesn't, I don't think they charge up front, but they do charge a referral fee. Yeah, I suppose. Right. And then there was Go Leads On Demand. G-O, Go, Go Leads On Demand. Yeah. Okay. They guarantee two in-person listing appointments per month. Or no charge. Wow. I think there might be a catch there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and the third one, uh, which is called Diverse, and it, he says, I think it's two ex-Zillow guys who are using AI to generate seller leads, and there's no charge up front to join, uh, but you pay a referral fee. And you get seller leads in exclusive territory. Okay. But there is a setup fee. Yeah, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually <laughs> is. And the setup fee is $12,000. Oh, well, there you go. But my guy said, well, could you discount that? And they said, well, we'll do it for six. So <laughs> by asking once, he got half price, but it's still too expensive. Anyway... If you don't want to prospect, there's alternatives if you want to get listings to getting seller leads. It looks like they're pretty expensive, though. What do you have? You're gonna, that connects to my Ask the Experts question, but I'm going to make you wait. Okay. Because I'm not ready for that yet. Um, Parade of Techniques. So we just finished NAR, right? So yeah. we got some stats that came out of NAR that were brought to the coaching call, our squared call. Um. So, here they are. I thought they were very interesting. 73% um, of sellers only interview one realtor. That makes sense. Oh, I think that is extraordinary. Hmm. Now, I guess I'm curious as to whether half of those would have interviewed more than one, but we were so skillful at handling the hesitation that they no longer did. If we've been Wickmanized, we uh, are. Could be. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Next, um, we do know that 
quick responses, that people expect quick responses when they ask for help from a realtor. And I listened to some of those stats, but I didn't really, something like 40% expect an immediate response, 90% expect a response within 30 minutes, that the quicker our response time, the better the odds of us converting. I think people inquire, and then if they don't get an immediate response, they move to the next one, right? Sure. So, you know, we teach in the Wickman family controlling your time. So how does that all shake out? Now, how do you control your time, and what do you do? And maybe you have an autoresponder. But here's, here's what one of the speakers at NAR recommended. I thought it was kind of interesting to hear and food for thought. 9 p.m. to midnight is prime shopping time. It's when people get online uh-huh. and are looking at real estate. And so what if you responded? What if you responded, not to everybody else, but to these incoming inquiries? If you're awake, and by the way, early birds are already asleep at 8.30, so I'm not talking to you, <laughs> Right. I'm talking about you night owls that are up there working on your computer anyway, or maybe you're watching TV or some kind of Netflix thing with your love, but you're also dilly-dallying around on your phone. What if you responded? And what if you took this attitude? Oh my gosh, I can't believe you picked up. Quote, I normally don't, but I'm glad I did tonight. And what if once you capture that buyer or seller or seller who's pretending to be a buyer, what if that's when you recalibrate them and get them to not call you between nine and midnight, but that you upfront use that as your capture time? I, I don't know. Food for thought. I thought it was an interesting concept and something that out of the box from the way that I've been looking at things. Very interesting. Yeah, I think so too. Ask the experts, my love. I'm new to real estate. I love the fact that we're getting new people into R squared, you yeah. know? Yeah. And this is his first year in real estate. And he says, I'm, I'm learning what to do. But what I'd like to hear from the veterans on the call is what not to do. Or he put it this way. What do you wish you had done more of this year? So... Here's what the listings, I'm sorry, here's what the answers were. (laughs) The list? Yeah, more listings was number one answer. Okay. Um, Call more FISBOs and expireds. I wish I had done more of that. Um, I wish I had used the listings I have to leverage generating leads Mm. because they do. I wish I had kept a closings journal and documented every closing because Mm. someday I'm going to write a book (laughs) And there'll be lots of great stories. I certainly wish I had kept a more accurate database. I wish I had stayed closer to my past clients. I wish I had set better boundaries. Mm. Boy, is that ever a good one. Um, We had a company switch this year, and I wish I had kept my own personal email address and used that instead of the company one because I lost my company email address and I wish I had gone out on my own sooner. Hmm. 
I thought that was a very interesting ask the experts question. Well, I think I have an interesting one too. <clears throat> so my number one goal is to increase my number of conversations. The challenge I have is last week I had 34 dials and only three people to talk to. I know I have to get my numbers up in order to get my results to show up. How do I have more conversations? So here's the, uh, I was going to say cacophony, but that's not the right word. Cornucopia? <laughs> cornucopia, yes. Yeah, tis the season for cornucopias. All right, so go call around new listings. Talk to people that live near any new listing. doesn't have to be yours. doesn't even have to be your company. Uh, do open houses. Use Remind, R-E-M-I-N-E. Your board, your company may offer it. It's a artificial intelligence using tool so that you can predict who is about to list or sell. Uh, get, buy Zillow leads, uh, name, phone number, email, click button to set up a showing or to see this house. Try uh, calling in the morning, then in the afternoon, then in the evening. Try calling on Saturdays or call every hour until they pick up. They're going to pick up just to tell you to stop calling them. Uh, don't leave a voicemail when you call. Double tap everyone. Almost everybody picks up the second time you dial it. Mm -hmm. So you dial once, it goes to voicemail. You don't leave a voicemail. You dial immediately a second time and you'll talk to almost everybody. Practice your dialogues. Write them out so that when you do catch somebody, you, you're ready. And don't forget to call people you know. Call your family, your friends, your neighbors, your sphere of influence, your past clients, your book of business. Talk to people that will pick up the phone because they know you. That's much easier than stranger danger business. <laughs> Cheaper, too. Anyway, food for thought. Sure. More dials is probably more conversations. Oh, yeah, there is Did that somebody too. say 590 <laughs> That was on a different... That was um, on a different conversation. So you okay. had two input, two pieces of input. Dial more. All right. Duh. And how do you dial more? Well, get partners to dial with you. Yeah. Called five ninety ten. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, what we're approaching the business breakthrough. Yeah. And I want to urge everybody to either go to the hub or subscribe to the vault and download the Focus Organizer. Floyd created this wonderful tool. That's like a one-page business plan, a portable business plan you can carry with you all year. And it's going to really sharpen your thinking when it comes to business planning for next year. And tracking. It's also a tracking tool. I bet I've, I write the, the year on mine, mm -hmm. and I have a big pile of them because I do one every year. You do, and yeah. you're religious with it. It's yeah. great. I really admire that. Get it done, y'all. Focus Organizer. Thanks for bringing that up, hon. And we hope to see you in Nashville. Nashville.